Welcome to The Matt Haycock Show, a podcast about business, money and life. Matt has been making money and making mistakes for over 20 years. And in this podcast, he shares his thoughts and stories so you can improve your business, finances and life whilst hopefully avoiding the mistakes he and others have made along the way. Listen in and level up. there are people who do actually thrive in that environment and who do do really well with that per- person for for a long long period but i think it's hard for most of us and accepting that uh it may not last forever and that actually you know we might be married for a period and then we might need to move on i think it's a healthy healthy way to look at it Hey guys, it's Matt Haycox here, and today I have got with me Heather Beach, who is the founder and director of The Healthy Work Company. Now, she's a positive psychologist and a leader in her field, which is health, safety, and HR. And she currently works with ITV, uh, Luton Airport, Mace, and The Telegraph, delivering courses to enable managers to spot signs and symptoms of distress in employees. So I guess, you know, layman's terms, Heather is an expert in how to work from home in a healthy manner i guess and uh, and and never has this uh, this topic and this content been more relevant than it is right now you know, for anyone who watches this in the future you know we're recording this on the 22nd of april we are sat now 30 31 days into into lockdown we're all having to work from home if we're an employer we're probably worrying about uh, you know are our employees doing it properly uh, you know how is their mental state while they're doing it are we getting the best out of them uh, and if we're an employee you know we want to be a better employee for our bosses we want to be a happier individual for ourselves so i'm sure heather has got reams and reams of practical hard-hitting content that we can uh, apply both now and uh, at any point in the future because as i talk about time and time again homework is not something that is going to last for you know uh, for, for, for the duration of corona homeworking is here to stay for many businesses for the smart businesses uh, and i think also you know be, be, being a, a self-employed contractor uh, you know being a home worker as an individual is a concept that many many more people now are going to want to uh, want to I guess, make their lifestyle going forward. And there's a lot more to working from home, as we've all learned, than keeping your PJs on and sitting sitting with Netflix in the background. So, Heather, thanks for joining us. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. What an interesting period we're living through. Isn't it just? Isn't it just? Mm. I mean... It's funny. I mean, I mean, I've you know, I've been very positive about everything that's been going on, you know, f- from day one. Really, not when I say positive, I've not been happy. Don't you know, don't get me wrong. I I, I have my You're own. Allowed to be. <laughs> well, I have my own concerns. I have my own problems in, in all my businesses. But you know, I'm not I'm not one to uh, to moan or to you know to to theorise about things I can't control or cry cry over spilt milk. Yeah. But I do yeah. almost feel now having been so adjusted to this for the last 30 days that it it almost feels feels repetitive talking about you know, talking about it after a month you know that that, that 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 it isn't something that it isn't something new now but you know the reality is you know so many people really probably have you know, only just adjusted in the last couple of days or still haven't adjusted at all so uh, i think you know that, that's kind of stuff we're going to be talking about now is going to be uh, it's going to be pretty timeless yeah, I, I agree. Definitely. I mean, and I, I also agree that, you know, this is going to make people rethink how they work and it's going to make organisations rethink. Some of our customers are sending out surveys to people to find out whether they're going to want to continue to work from home, you know, what percentage of time they're going to want to continue. 
uh, and all of that stuff. And they're seeing it as an opportunity, actually, to, for, for example, increase the talent pool. So if they have an office, say, in London and in Manchester, that means they can't really recruit outside those areas. Mm. Obviously, ha having people that work from home means that they can. And um, also for attracting and retaining talent. I mean, millennials, I'm far from being a millennial, but, uh, you know, those people under 35, they expect it. They expect that flexibility. They expect that smart working capability. So you're absolutely right. This is going to change the world of work at least. 100%, 100%. Well, listen, let, let, let's, let's, get, let's get in where, in there with some, some of your top pieces of advice. I mean, I okay. guess on our intro, I kind of jested about the fact that, uh, you know, where people are working from home in the PJs and, you know, probably sat, sat on the sofa with the, with the laptop on the knee. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, whilst that may be flippant, I, I probably also don't think it's too far from reality for, no. for a lot of people. No, 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 but, it's yeah. not, no, no. How, how do we create a healthy work from home environment? Well, uh, again, it's really we've been we've spoken and interacted with about with thousands of people worldwide now on our healthy homeworking webinars. And what is really interesting is that um, probably only about 35, 40 percent of them actually have everything they need in order to be able to work from home. So, as you said, you have got people on the sofa, you've got people in the kitchen, you've got uh, there's somebody on our homeworking Facebook site that is, you know, in the corridor. She's working in the hot corridor and even one or two that are working from the bedroom, which is absolutely not ideal because your bedroom should be for two things. And one of those is sleeping. Um, yeah. Otherwise, you're giving your brain those signals that actually it's there to worry and work as well. And that's not what we want of, of our bedroom. So so. Um, I mean, look, it, what's interesting for me about this is that we're no longer on that hamster wheel, are we? We're not on that, right, we get up at six, we get on the train, we go to work, we get our interaction there, we come home, we make our dinner. We're in this whole new paradigm, which means that we effectively have to create our own routine and our own rhythm. And I think the more proactive and conscious we can be about that, the better, because otherwise the propensity for getting into really bad habits is probably quite high. And, you know, there is obviously we're all going to have bad days. You know, we're all going through a gamut of emotions. You said you're positive. I'm pretty positive, too. But I still have my days when I feel tearful and weird because it is a weird time. You know, so um, we are the, the more we can actually create a routine and some normality the better for our brains uh you you probably know already that our brains are you know are hardwired to uh, for negativity that in the when they see something new coming along they immediately perceive a threat and so the more we can do to fool our brains into finding some kind of routine and normality the better so that does include things like getting dressed now I in the past could ha happily work in my pajamas or happily work in whatever. But now I think it's actually really important, given the situation that we're in, to actually get dressed. Because as much as anything, it creates that um, that division between home and work. And though that's what we're trying to aim for in this is a routine which does provide us with a division between those two things, because we're going to see an increasing bleed between the two otherwise. So we also recommend that you actually commute to work. And I put that in quotes because obviously we can't commute anymore. But you maybe walk around the block or you do your daily exercise before you start work and that you start work at a routine time, share diaries with whoever you're, you're working with, 
one of the things that we see is massive extremes. We've got people that are on their own, isolated, working too hard, not taking breaks. And then we've got people on the other extreme, surrounded by kids, animals, partners, who are just constantly distracted and struggling from that perspective. So again, sharing a schedule, creating something between you, which works. So perhaps you spend two hours with the kids, I spend the other two hours, you know, let's divide the premium space up. So I get it one day, you get it the next day. So those, those types, those types of things are important. And then finishing at the same time each day, you know, shutting your laptop down, making sure that it is over, you're not going to go back to it. Um, and that that is the end of the day and doing something fun together. Those are all really important things. The other thing we're seeing, which I think is really concerning, is that very few people have the right setup, you know, Obviously, this wasn't managed, was it? No one had the perfect business continuity plan. No one had it all ready to go. So they could perfectly set their homeworkers up and do a risk assessment and all the rest mm -hmm. of it. The health and safety executive says you don't have to do a workstation risk assessment in this environment because they regard it as short term. But if you're sitting working from home at your dining room with a laptop, you will be giving yourself a really, really bad back unless you are looking at some shortcuts and unless you are getting up regularly and stretching. So there are lots of things you can do for yourself to make sure that, you know, if you don't have the right setup to shortcut that a little bit. Uh, but the most important thing we think is to get up every half an hour and stretch and make sure that you're moving and changing your point of you're view. You're making me feel hunched now, I'm conscious. Oh, there you go, that's right, you need to sit up, we need to roll our shoulders back. We make everyone do it in our webinars. Halfway through, we say, right, everybody get up and stretch. Now go to one side, now go to the other side. Because, you know, you've got to practice what you preach, haven't you? 100%. And it's funny, just to pick up, pick up on, I mean, everything you've said in there, you know, completely makes sense. And I'm sure, you know, sure everyone listening can relate to, but you know, one, one thing particularly kind of topical for me is, is that is the whole, the whole getting dressed thing. I mean, today um, is literally, I think the first day in the whole of lockdown that I, I, obviously I get dressed every day, but I normally, I normally put on my shorts and t-shirt or, 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 or jogging bottoms just because I go out for my exercise as well. And I kind of, you know, kind of stay like that all day. Then I, get my shower at night but i was i was on only by accident really i was on somebody else's webinar this morning you know as in i was doing a presentation to you know 100 odd people and um I so I got my shower in the morning as opposed to in the evening you know it might not look it but this is my corona hair done and 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 I'm I'm wearing jeans and a t-shirt because I'm to that's my that's my normal attire jeans and t-shirt anyway. But uh, I feel I feel completely different today in my mm. jeans and t-shirt than than I have all my other days in my in my jogging bottoms or or or, or in my shorts. I know you know to people who wear a suit every day listening to this, it might might sound laughable. But like I said, this is my you know this is my daily go to work attire anyway. But I feel I, you know I feel. On the ball, I, you know, I just psychologically feel, you know, feel more more there. If uh, if if that makes sense, yeah, absolutely, it does. And it, again, it's it's really bizarre, but it's about fooling our brain, isn't it? That's what we're doing. We're trying to fool our brains, and and actually, there is something psychologically about dressing in a certain way, which makes you feel more like doing certain things. So so let's uh, let's talk about our partners 
Um, not not mine specifically, uh, but uh, you know, uh, obviously a lot of people uh, are now. I, I use the word stuck, but I think stuck stuck at home, stuck at home with the partners, and mm. you know how. And there's going to be all kinds of pressures on the relationship that people uh, probably never anticipated before. You know, because they never anticipated have to spend as much time with that person. But you know, have you have you got some specific advice for that? And and certainly how how you you can improve your relationship or, or, or survive this situation whilst getting the best out of work being stuck at home with your partner? I mean, if there were already cracks in your relationships, then the fault lines are really going to appear in this period, aren't they? You know, I mean, already, apparently, there's been more people suing for divorce than there, than there is normally at this time of year. And, you know, it will put pressure on people. There's no doubt about it. And I think it's if we can manage ourselves and try and keep calm ourselves and uh, be in the right headspace, then that allows us to put some space between something happening and our reaction to that thing. Because when we see somebody doing something really annoying, immediately our reaction might be to get irritated or get annoyed. And the more that we can actually take a breath ourselves and manage our own emotions, the more we can deal with those other people around us. That's the first thing I would say. And then, you know, it is about being kind, isn't it? It's about accepting that all of us are finding this uh, interesting in our own way. And, you know, it's about practicing uh, all that stuff we talk about being kind to uh, to other people elsewhere, being kind to our neighbours or being kind to uh, to our co-workers. We need to practice that mm. with our partners as well. I think I think it's an interesting point. I, I, I've not discussed it before. I haven't really kind of thought about it until now. And I know we've we've we've, we've certainly, certainly not come on here to di to dish out relationship advice. And and, and anyone who's a uh, who knows me or is a regular follower of mine knows I'm I'm probably the, you know the last person to be giving out relationship advice. But what's kind of really dawned on me just then as well is one of the things I've been talking about regularly during um, during this situation is um, is about taking honest looks at your at your business model mm. uh, and the viability of it and the mm. fact that you know as far as i'm concerned a vast proportion of uk sme has been bankrupt you know for 6 12 18 48 months already and that you know the business problems they are suffering now are not a result of the corona situation they are a result of the fact that they had unviable business models uh, you know that, that that they were never able to be profitable didn't have you know didn't have the right uh, the right margins whatever that may be and you know a week or two into corona all that has proved is that with, with with two weeks of no cash flow coming in, you know they don't have enough fat on the back to weather the storm, and 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 they, and they don't have a, you know they don't have the right fundamental business model. And that's something I've talked about a lot, and you know it's something I do you know very vociferously believe. But when we're talking about relationships just then, I can it just almost made me really think about it in the same kind of light as well. That you know what that I I, I often talk about the fact. So many people live in live in relationships that you know whether it's man, man and woman or or friends together. You know we have so many relationships that we shouldn't be in that we don't really want to be in that that, that we that we're you know we're scared to leave or or, or we always find excuses and I'm. Now, I'm very much against the opinion of you know you need to work at your relationship you know to make it work. I, I for me personally you know and I know we never came, never came on to talk about this but it's you know, kind of you know I think listen there'll always be there'll always be 
problems along the journey. But I think if you have to fundamentally work at a relationship, then you then then you then you, sh you shouldn't you shouldn't be with that person. I, I, I think you know it, it it should work, and and you know the fundamentals should be there, and you should gel. And I guess because people are at home now, it's not because you're unable to work at home with this person, uh, and it's not because you're spending hours and hours of time together. Well, obviously it is because of that. But what I mean is you were never built to spend all this time with people, with the people in the first place. And in the same way that, you know, many people's business models were already broken and Corona's just highlighted. I think it's, a, I, think it's I think it's the same with the relationships as well. And really everyone now needs to be taking this time to look at every aspect of their life because, you know, we've, we've got such clear, you know, such clear focus on it. And, you know, is this the job you want to be in? Is your business a viable business for the, you know, going forward? And is this guy or is this girl, the per, you know, the person that you really should be sharing a house and spending the rest of your life with i couldn't disagree i'm afraid i look i agree with what you said there i think that if you think of, if you look at work specifically when we train people um and we ask them what they love about where they work 99 of the time they say it's the people so it so i think we're really going to get present to whether we actually enjoy the work that we do for a start um does it actually is it actually sitting within our strengths? Uh, you know, are we in flow when we're doing it? Is it making us happy? And then also, I agree, you know, I mean, look, I'm I'm a, uh, a great advocate of amicable divorce. I've got one myself. I've got the best divorce on the planet. And, uh, you know, we we decided uh, what would it have been 10 years ago. My daughter's 13, 14 on Friday. We decided that, you know, it wasn't good enough. And um, and we've just been really, really good friends ever since. He's my great supporter. I'm a great supporter for him. Um, and I think finding that kind of courage to move on is is a good thing to do. We weren't, I don't know, we, were we built to live in relationships for 50, 60 years as we're going to be living longer than ever? Uh, and it's really tough because in the in the past, you know, we weren't sort of encouraged to be all on this journey of self-fulfillment in the way that we are now. Mm. We were just, it was about survival, wasn't it? And now the pressure that we have on relationships is so high. Um and I don't know, you know, there are people who do actually thrive in that environment and who do do really well with that per person for, for a long, long period. But I think it's hard for most of us and accepting that uh, it may not last forever and that actually, you know, we might be married for a period and then we might need to move on. I think it's a healthy, healthy way to look at it. Hundred percent. Well, listen, I, I guess that that that, uh, that leads us back into 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 something work related. Then, so for those for those lucky ones who aren't living with anyone, <laughs> um, in all seriousness, for for the people who are sat at home who who don't live with a partner, don't have a family and kids, and, and are effectively isolated whilst whilst working, uh, you know, what what, uh, what strategies, tips, advice, you know, how mm. how how can you advise an employer to uh, to bring more human interaction for these people and, and and as an employee you know what should these people be looking for yeah yeah I think that's a, a really really great point again we do get people who are really happy in this situation they're maybe a bit more introverted they love their work they've got a great you know office set up at home they're really enjoying themselves um, however as human beings we're hardwired for connection and even the most introvert among us actually does need that element of human connection. So, and, and actually, I think that um, although 
yes, businesses should most certainly be playing their part in that and making sure their video conferencing and stuff like that. And we'll talk a bit more about what that looks like in a minute. But as we also need to make sure that we are finding that face to face connection as well. So you have to manufacture it now. It's not it's not sitting on the tube and then going into work and being with your colleagues. You've got to actually create it. So what I find I really love about this period is that strangers are much more authentic with each other. So when you see somebody and you ask them how they are and you maybe don't know them hardly at all, they genuinely tell you how they are. And they are really, really great conversations you can have with people. And it's been, again, research has shown that connections with strangers, even if they're short, actually really lift your mood and make you happier. Um, and then we need to make an effort with our friends as well. So, you know, are we doing things like oh, I've got this thing with her on a Saturday now where um, me and my friend, uh, we do a, a Zoom cake making session. So he can't make cakes and I can't make cakes. So we've determined to uh, to to make cakes together and make it work. And then on Sunday, I've got this thing called tea and tarot. So a, a woman that I know who's a tarot card expert has set up a, a group of people who are kind of just interested, really, and curious to do a tarot card reading every Sunday so that's that's fun um but then work-wise I think again what's really interesting here is that when we first kicked off people were being very well-intentioned but they were doing things like um right setting everybody loose to do coffee morning together and in making it mandatory that everybody attends coffee morning or doing things like right we're going to do dress up Friday everyone has to wear silly headgear and I was kind of looking at this going, well, that's all very well for some of your workforce, but some of them are going to absolutely hate that. So I think what it is, is being really um, mindful of what works for each individual. So for me, this period is really about not doing as you would be done by, but doing as they would be done by. So what works for that individual? So if you are, for example, someone who's quite introvert, who is maybe a different age demographic, has different interests, you might not want to be on a social coffee morning thing every time. But you might be, you know, you will obviously be involved in team meetings, etc. You might prefer one to one communication with your manager. So it is being very mindful of who you've got in your team and, 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 and working appropriately with that person and with the pressures they have on them at home. So if they've got kids at home, be aware of that. You know, if they're on their own, be aware of that. All those things that we've been telling managers for years that actually there, it's very difficult to separate home and work. They are absolutely the case now. You know, and if they hadn't embraced it before, they need to embrace it now. And finally, I just want to touch on mental health, really. Mm. And obviously, you know, it's a it's very topical in 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 life anyway. But you know, particularly particularly even more so, it's been hi highlighted with these isolation issues. Uh, you know, as 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 an employer, uh, what sh you know, what kind of signs should you be looking for? Uh, you know, from your from your employees to um, you know, to start to have concerns about uh, you know about mental health or, or the fact that they, they may need some um, inter not what's the word um not interaction begins begins with an inter anyway but um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah 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 i know what you mean yeah um well, intervention intervention brilliant well mm. done yeah we um i mean we run this is what we run most of our face-to-face -face courses about we we run sessions with managers to say you know what should you be looking for and they get up at flip charts and they all know those things. You know, they know that, for example, if someone is getting irritable or frustrated or not able to be very productive or tired 
or or yawning all the time or confused or anything like that those are signs and we actually have always been saying to people okay those are the things you can recognize when you see them in the flesh now go through and look at what you can establish when you don't see them in the flesh what can you establish by, by phone or what can you establish by by video conferencing as much as what they what they say and what they do say don't say rather and actually you can pick up almost everything that you can face to face if you are looking for it. So, you know, you can pick up that someone's angry, irritable, looking away all the time. You ask them, are they OK? And they say, I'm fine. How are you? You know, cutting you short on your questions, not actually engaging with you. Those types of things are the things that you should be looking for. And then intervene, you know, ask people direct questions. It's really awkward at first over over a Zoom or over a video. You felt, you know, looking at yourself, it's not, you know, don't want to look at yourself all the time. It's not not nice. And we started three years ago with these uh, when we started business. And I, my main uh, employee who does all my bits and pieces for me is in Portugal. And she uh, she constantly looked down and was writing on her pad the whole time. It drove me mad. I was like, you know, what's going on? She's like, well, I don't want to look at myself. <laughs> and actually, now we've got over that. We have tears. We have stories of what's going on with our sicknesses or our kids or what have you. If you actually are vulnerable yourself, say what's going on for you and then directly ask them, look, you don't look OK. Are you sure you're all right? Um, create that space for them to be able to tell you they're not OK. Uh, the same thing as you would in, in if you saw them in the flesh. Perfect. Well, listen, that's been fantastic advice, I think, you know, for em employers and employees alike and, uh, and maybe husbands and wives as well. <laughs> well, no, because I said get divorced, didn't I? That's not good, is it? <laughs> so, no, listen, Heather, thanks a lot for being here. You know, it's, it's, all, it's all been, all been re really useful. And like I said, particularly important at this time. I think, you know, for, for, for any, anyone who listens to, this in, uh, listens to this conversation after the fact, you know, it, it's all timeless, ever, evergreen information that, you know, that, that applies to, you know, to, to life, to, you know, to life to business to you know to, to relationships in general so thank you very very much for being here just before you go uh, do, you, do you want to give you give yourself a little plug you know oh, if, people want, you. if people want to hear more uh, where can yeah. they find you so first of all please join us out on our facebook group we have a facebook group called home space working uh, it's a very positive environment. Lots of people giving tips about what's working for them. There's also some fact sheets there so to help you, for example, if you don't have the perfect office set up at home. Uh, we, you can find us uh, on www.healthy-working.com if you want to engage with us to do some work with you. Um, uh, but yeah, that, that's it. Thank you. Awesome. Well, look, thanks again, Heather. That's been fantastic. Thank you very much. It's been lovely to be Thank you for listening to The Matt Haycock Show. For more Matt, check out his YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash Matt Haycox. Or go stalk him on Instagram and Twitter, The Matt Haycox. And we'll see you soon.